As the blood-washed, we find ourselves in a very bad and a very good situation. Bad because wickedness is coming to a fool. These are the last days, and one of the signs is transgressors are come to the fool. Daniel chapter 8 verse 23. Bad because the love of many for the cross of Christ is waxing cold. Bad because if we're reading Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21, and Jeremiah 24 correctly, the great tribulation is soon to begin. Now for the goods. Good because God's word states that where sin abounds, grace does that much more abound, Romans 5.20. Good because those who strive after righteousness will shine so much brighter in the world's ever-increasing darkness. Good because the servants of God will bear much fruit. Good because the confession of the redeemed is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. Good because the confession of the saints in Romans 8.28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. Good because God is good and the born again are his children. Those who have no Jesus have bad, a whole lot of bad ahead of them, but it doesn't have to be that way. God has made a way of escape, and that way is the saving blood of Christ Jesus. Have you surrendered your life to Jesus Christ, the King of glory? Are you born again? Have you made your peace with God? Today is the day of salvation. Make the most consequential decision of your entire life, one that surely dictates the outcome of your life and your eternity. Do it now. Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Genesis chapter 1, 26 and 27, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. God said, Romans chapter 1, 22 through 25, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. God said, Deuteronomy chapter 30, verse 19, I call heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. Man said, man created God as a crutch. We are simply a product of time and chance. Mix a lot of time and a lot of chance, and presto, here we are. Now the record. It's important to know why things are the way they are. It's important to know the problem and the solution. The cause of the human dilemma and its remedy held back to the very beginning. It's a glorious marvel to watch the Word of God masterfully reduce the world's confusion down to the singular simplistic. 
all the world's death, sorrow, pain, and tears, and all the world's hatred, lust, and violence, etc., are a result of one decision made by one person. It may seem ridiculous to some that just one person could be responsible for the world's open door of evil, but this wasn't just any person. This person was the mother of all living, and her husband, the father of all living, followed her lead. This first couple, Adam and Eve, were created to be immortal. They lived in a garden located in Eden that their father had made. They were given the responsibility to care for this marvelous garden. They would never die and were free to do as they chose with one caveat. Genesis chapter 2, 16 and 17, And the Lord God commanded the man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou mayest freely eat, but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it, for in the day that thou eatest thereof thou shalt surely die. When our first parents obeyed the voice of God, they dwelt in paradise and arose every morning to a beautiful postcard sky. But one day a second voice was heard that challenged the first voice. The second voice was Satan's. God said, don't, and Satan said, do, the exact opposite. Unfortunately for mankind, our progenitors followed the second voice. Immediately after Isaac of unbelief and disobedience and Adam's acquiescence, they died spiritually and later would die physically. They were cast out of paradise and would be ruled by the law of sin and death. One decision, obeying the second voice, is all it took. There are only two camps, the camp of the first voice, God's, and the camp of the second, Satan's. The first is two plus two equals four. The first voice is truth. The second voice is the lie. And even though it appears quite diverse, there is one common denominator in all its devotees, and that is disgust for the first voice. The two camps are readily observable in the example of the opposites. God is life. Satan is death. God is light. Satan is darkness. God is love. Satan is hate. God is peace. Satan is confusion. God is good. Satan is evil. God is giving. Satan is taking. God is creation. Satan is destruction, etc., etc. The opposites are a display of the 180 principle. A circle has 360 degrees, and 180 degrees is simply the opposite sides of the circle. To be 180 out means to be opposite. The 180 principle is consistently Satan's M.O. When God says don't, Satan says do. To the blood-bought, the born-again, the absurdity of the position of the ungodly is obvious, and as we continue, that reality will be enhanced. On God said, man said, there are several proof subjects regarding the phenomenal brain that exists between our ears. A few additional observations will facilitate our discussion today. It used to be said that man only uses 10% of his brain, but now science has come to the conclusion that we only use a fraction of a fraction of our mental capacity and that our brains have infinite capability. This would surely sound braggadocious if we didn't know that God made us in his own likeness, in his own image. Between our ears, we have a godlike brain and consequently the unfathomable capacity. Surely the ground between the human ears is the universe's most underdeveloped resource. Dr. Schwartz, in his book, The G.O.D. Experiments, has now come to the revelation that the brain is bigger than the universe. 
The following paragraphs are from his book. Before we can appreciate the extraordinary capacity of the mind to guide, organize, and design, we must come to understand the profound potential of the mind to envision and imagine. The capacity of the human mind to envision its apparent infinite potential is as vast as the universe itself. Moreover, the mind is ultimately beyond anything we have yet witnessed in the physical universe. The mind's inherent potential not only goes beyond anything it has seen to date in the physical world, its potential goes beyond anything it can currently imagine. It can even be demonstrated through simple experiments that your mind's potential is bigger, in fact much bigger, than the universe itself. Which is greater in scope, the currently known physical universe or the human mind that contemplates it? Who can hold what in one's hand? Yes, the universe is outrageously larger than our material body. This is an obvious physical fact. However, the scope of our mind is extraordinarily larger than the known physical universe. This is a less obvious psychological fact, but a fact worth remembering and celebrating. It is the key to awakening to the power of our minds and their role in the cosmos. The truth is... No one knows what the actual potential of the mind is because whatever greatness we have already achieved as a species suggests that there is no apparent limitation to the mind's ultimate potential, end of quote. In an October 2009 issue of Discover under the title Thinking Machine, prominent Stanford University scientist Kwabene Bowden was quoted. The following excerpts are from that article. The human brain runs on about 20 watts of power equal to the dim light behind the pickle jar in your refrigerator. By contrast, the computer on your desk consumes a million times as much energy per calculation. If you wanted to build a robot with a processor as smart as the human brain, it would require 10 to 20 megawatts of electricity. 10 megawatts is a small hydroelectric plant. Bowen says dismissively, uh, 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 we should work on miniaturizing hydroelectric plants so we can put them on the backs of robots. You would encounter excuse me, similar problems if you tried to build a medical implant to replace just 1% of the neurons in the brain for use in stroke patients. That implant would consume as much electricity as 200 households and dissipate as much heat as the engine in a Porsche Boxster, end of quote. Now consider the 180 principle in regard to man and his amazing brain. God said, Genesis chapter 1, 26 and 27, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own likeness, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Evolutionists, of course, are on the opposite side of the truth. The following paragraph is from the July 2009 issue of Acts and Facts under the title, Surprising Discovery, Sponges and Man Are Not Related. Evolutionists have insisted that man was not created in God's image but instead is related to the sponge. 
An equally unflattering pronouncement of human origins was made nine years ago by two Darwinists, and this is what they said. There is but one tree of life, one universal phylogeny, evolution, that connects humans, onions, mushrooms, slime molds, and bacteria. Years ago, I vaguely recall an evolutionist who speculated that mankind came into being through an initial fortuitous combination of amoeba dung and methane. Nearly 2,000 years ago, this foolishness was described in Romans 1, and 23, professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Instead of man being created in the likeness and image of God, carnaldom offers the 180 of creeping things and amoeba dung. This absurdity is the product of one decision by one person very long ago. This absurdity is the product of embracing the second voice. God said, don't. Satan said, do. And the results are everywhere. God said, Genesis chapter 1, 26 and 27, And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, and the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. Romans chapter 1, 22 and 25, God said, Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man, and to birds, and four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts, to dishonor, dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie, and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen." God said, Deuteronomy 30:19, I called heaven and earth to record this day against you, that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore choose life, that both thou and thy seed may live. Man said, man created God as a crutch. We are simply a product of time and chance. Mix a lot of time and a lot of chance, and presto, here we are. Now you have the record.